Blog Talk Radio. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side, yeah. We chased our pleasures here. Dug our treasures there. show you're at or who you're listening to, which to me is like crazy, and I wouldn't even know what to say if you don't know who you're listening to, but you are at the Bonnie Albers On Air Show, and I am the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I am so crazy excited to bring this guest to you today. I am just so in awe of what he does, and I know you all will be too. What's really crazy, before I introduce you to him, is to get him here for you, I actually am bringing him on Skype, so him and I are looking at each other as the show is going on. So if you can't hear when he comes on or if you're having problems, I need to know in chat if there is any type of uh, problem with you hearing him, because it's kind of, I'm having to rig the system so that he can actually be here to talk to you. Who I am talking about? is a guy. He's right from over the UK. He is super cool. He writes for the same magazine I do, which is Psychic Insight Magazine. But besides that he's an author of his articles in that magazine, he has developed, made, and absolutely uses 
his own tarot cards, amongst other ones that he uses. He is amazing. He does everything from mediumship to tarot readings to numerology. He teaches. He is, um, I can't even explain to you how many gifts he has past lives, but he is bringing them here with him today. And please help me welcome to the house, Steve Houndsome. Hey, Steve. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you. What a welcome. <laughs> I can live up to all of that. that oh, my Thanks. goodness gracious. He is amazing. And I myself would love to have some type of session with him, but we did not get that chance. It, it, but we will in the, in the future. Well, he, yeah. it, let me ask you a question, because it isn't easy to develop tarot cards. I, I, mm. I think in my head, I've got a deck already made and all kinds. But when you put them down, you actually have to physically be able yeah. to use them. So before yeah. we go into what you actually have developed, can you tell my audience, like, who you are, what you do, what's your favorite gift to bring through, and where they can get a hold of you? I put it in chat, should they want a private reading? Okay, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so uh, Steve, my name is Steve Houghton. Now, it's it's a weird, weird name. I've never quite been able to find out. Well, I think origin. I called you Steve Houghton. I know, and I love it in the, the different, the variations of spelling in my name <laughs> come out, which I get all my life. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's the, the where to find me, before I forget that bit, tarotherapy.co.uk, that's the website, and everything's on there, and my brilliant wife has just revamped the whole thing, and it looks beautiful like that. that's all good so um you can see everything that we do on there but um kind of, you know, my favorite gift has got to be tarot you know i mean i i got into tarot in my teens you know and i'm i'm mid 50s literally mid 50s in a couple of weeks time <laughs> wait a minute i have to ask you, know, that's, you that's the main thing for me always has been well i gotta ask you before we go any further and i forget because my mind i'm add and as you're talking i will have a million other things but as a teen how in good god's name did you get into tarot i didn't even realize these cards existed in my teens and i'm older than you yeah it's it's a weird thing but the short answer is I really don't have a clue. You know, I mean, I could kind of say, well, the tarot found me, and in many ways that's true. But, you know, I wasn't your average kid, you know. I mean, I've been into football, soccer over there all my life, you know, and all of that. I'm doing all the normal things that, you know, teenage kids do. But then there was, I've always been a reader, you know, and I devour books like mad. And I, uh, I used to work in a bookshop um, when I was still at school. And on a Saturday, I'd, I'd go in. And I, you know, they used to let us borrow books, you know, it was great. You can't imagine that happening now. But it, as long as we kept the book in a pristine condition, you know, and I just worked my way through what was then still called the occult section. Wow. And I was just nosing around and I picked up a book on tarot. I still got that book. I did pay for it. I bought it. I didn't just come out back. Oh, because if you stole it, it I'll have to tell book. them. So, and yeah, it just attracted me. And then... I saw the image, um, okay, Going By The Doors track that you played, love it, brilliant track. That's all my kind of music. And so Led Zeppelin, the fourth album, you know, the old vinyl gatefold sleeve, and it's got a great big picture of the hermit in the middle. Uh, you know, I had that album. And there was something it about does. that image. I you know? It does, because I love Led Zeppelin. You know, we all made out to Led Zeppelin's Stairway From he <laughs> To Heaven. <laughs> I mean, I, I, was big, I mean, I, that was a big makeout song in my in my high school years. But 
And I know I, I remember my boyfriend at the time when I did do that, but his cover was the hermit. Oh, well, I'm going back to the, the vinyl, the original vinyl yeah. over here. Maybe it's different in the States, I don't know. But he had, a, you know, the gatefold sleeve, so it yeah. opened up. Okay. And on the inside, it was just a you know, black and white uh, photo of, of the hermit car, basically. Oh, and there was something about that image. And then the film, there's the scene in The Song Remains, the same film, you know, with Jimmy Page as the hermit, and he does that amazing thing with the sword. Or, and... Um, that that image just put the hook in me, you know, and and I kind of researched it, and I brought a deck. And it's it, you know, I I actually um, I've been writing a, another tarot course. We'll talk about that a bit later, maybe. But and I finished the last lesson yesterday, actually, and I put in there about how the tarot fascinated me, you know, then when I was in my teens, and now in my mid fifties, it fascinates me even more. You know, you can just never stop learning and growing in knowledge and experience with the tarot so that's that's but it leads into so many other things you know and the work i do isn't so much about uh telling futures you know and, and all of that with tarot and that's okay but it's it's working with the tarot as a, as a therapy i know you can't use that term legally over in the states we can um but kind of using it in a, a personal spiritual kind of that's, that's the main ethos I guess behind what I do helping people to be the best version of themselves they can be I call my readings helping you to help yourself you know yeah um, but then you know it's branched off into a hundred other areas <laughs> you know, I see and, that on your webpage all sorts. yeah well you know so. what I mean did you be you know I see mediumship on there I see past uh, lives I see you know all yeah. kinds of courses so mm. I would imagine that you're not just one, you know, even though you love the tarot, which I do too, um, and I didn't start out with the tarot, but uh, which I got to figure out. Do you look at the pictures actually to get your messages, or do you get the messages from looking at your pictures? Both. <laughs> it, you know, it's a, it's a two-way process, you know. A, a tarot reading or when you're working with tarot, it's, it's a three-way conversation, you know, between uh, spirit and whoever, whatever you work with or your guides, yourself as the reader and the client, you know. And it's when you're working with tarot that way, I'm always opposed to point out to my client, you know, this is not me talking at you. You know, I may ask you questions. I'm not interested in fitting through information. But it's it's very much that integrative process that you can work and really engaging the client, getting you know, one of the most powerful ways is to get their views on what they see. And then you can bring out your tarot knowledge and the messages you're picking up. So it's it's two ways. Sometimes the images just talk to you, sometimes spirit talk to you and half the time I take over a reading, you know, and then I find myself saying after half an hour, We'll get to your cards in a minute, you know. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment I'm getting this bit. So it's just being open and being yeah, I absolutely love that because I believe that spirit should always lead whatever we do. And, and the other really question I have for you is when you look at the tarot, and I'm all about, you know, I'm going to talk about your other gifts because I do know you have classes and I do know you to do mediumship, but um, when you look at the tarot, I'm just fascinated by it because I know <clears throat> that one card might not mean, if I looked at, let's say, the Ace of Cups, I'm looking at yeah. it right now. Um, okay. I, if you look at the Ace of Cups, mm. it's no. not when I have clients and I'm if I'm you know going to pull cards for them, it doesn't mean the same thing for each client. I know what the Ace of Cups 
mean? It says love. This one says love. I always think the cup runneth over, and I always know it's emotions and heart. But I don't read it the same for everyone. Do you? Absolutely not, no. One of my big things, you know, and when I'm doing a talk to explain uh, where I come from with Toe, you know, I do what we've just done. I introduce myself, and this is what I do, this is my story, and this is how I came to be here. So, you know, and, and I'm a tarot author, reader, creator, and all of this stuff. And then kind of to get people's attention, I often say, now, you know, having worked with the tarot for 40-odd years or whatever, my conclusion is the tarot cards don't actually mean anything. Right. You know, because they're just energy. And everybody goes, what? Yeah, <laughs> right. You're listening to me now. <laughs> I've got you. you know, but that's the thing. It's not about just regurgitating the same stuff. There may well be key phrases, like, as you said, your cup can run right over and all that stuff. And those are brilliant, those, those little phrases, because they stick in people's minds. But it's about what we perceive at that time. We might notice a different symbol on the card or something coming out of it. Or, you know, you just remember, for people listening, where Bonnie and I are on Skype and she showed me the Ace of Cups card. So there's that dolphin there coming out of this car and a beautiful city behind it. But you might be led to something else or the way the dolphin is and you might start in your mind seeing the dolphin moving and where's that dolphin going, you know? There's different questions that can come up. I um, love it. What the dolphin might represent for the client, you know? It can be... So there's, there's no core meaning to it. It's about accessing the energy card and that's what it's all about. It's, it's all energy work. Well, I love that. And before we actually go into a subject, I would like you to tell everyone you did develop, you've developed more. I, when the last time I had you on, you were just publishing, I think it was Gamble and Handsome or Handsome and Gamble. That's right. yeah. So, but, but you used a different deck when you and I were talking. It was pretty cool. It had words on it. So please describe the, 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 why you even developed the deck. What, what you call it and, ha and where people can find it, because it, it was fascinating when you were talking. Okay. Thank you. But, yeah, there are two, two decks that I've done so far. And, you know, as to why I did it, you know, I'd, I'd, for years I'd wanted to create a tarot deck. You know, there's hundreds of thousands of the damn things mm. <laughs> up there now, you know. And anything you're into, there's going to be a tarot deck for it. There's some pretty weird oh. and wonderful. Yeah. And they've all got something to offer. It's brilliant, you know. And, and we we collect them, you know, or I do. You just acquire them, you know, and stick to your light blue. But, uh, do you ever I give them away? Just... Carry on. I'm sorry, I know I interrupted you, but that's because I'm looking at you, and normally yeah. I wouldn't, but I just, and I do like it. Um, the thing <laughs> is that what I, what I always wonder, when I get tarot decks that don't talk to me, and some of them don't, I mean, I like them, I love the pictures, but they don't talk to me. I give them to somebody that I say, oh, you know what, I have this perfect deck for you. Do you yeah. ever give your decks away? Occasionally, yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that, actually, because a friend of mine I've known for over half my life, a long, long time, dear friend, has kind of, she did a, a, a clear out of a lot of decks and, and gifted them all to me, which is wonderful, and um, so I've gained loads of new decks, it's all my Christmases at once, it's amazing, um, but there, there are plenty of duplicates, so we're going to be running some competitions soon through our Facebook page and through the website, so that we can give some of these decks away, and, and some of them are quite rare. So, you know, they're, they're, you need to get yourself signed up to the website. All right. <laughs> Tell everybody how to do that, because that sounds yep. amazing. If you just go into the website, um, tarotherapy.co.uk, and uh, just if you link 
on the front page, you get one of those boxes that pops up that says subscribe. There's no cost or anything. And we do a monthly newsletter, and that's where you get all our news first. And that's where we'll put competitions. And they're only going to be open to people on, on the mailing list, you know, so that we uh, we can grow all of that. So sign up, find out what we do. There's loads of stuff that's good on there. I love that for anybody who's listening. I did put it up in chat. So you want to go to tarotherapy.co.uk? That's and, it, yeah. It's got two T's in the middle, though. Yeah, and I was just going to spell it. How about that? It's, it's I'm bad at spelling, but I but I, I did notice that because I wouldn't spell it with two T's, and I thought, wow, he, he knows how to spell, just like me. Uh, it's T-A-R-O-T-P-H-E-R-A-P-Y, therapy.co.uk. And he, it's an amazing web page. And just sign up for the newsletter. It's free, and you might win yourself a deck. And you'll get to see Steve. You'll get to see Steve Handsome. I used to call him Steve Handsome because I thought that's what Howie spelled his name. But anyway, he's handsome, so what? So he doesn't spell it with a D. That's okay. That's right. I, I do, too. So I interrupted you. Go ahead. So you, you – so yeah, I just had this energy, you know, I wanted to create a tarot deck. I was massively fascinated and obsessed probably by it. And um, you know, that's that's a massive undertaking. You know, no, I'm a writer, I'm no artist, you know. How am I gonna do this? But as my work carried on and I got into this idea, you know, as I was saying, I don't mean anything, they're really just an energy. So how how can we show that energy on a deck of cards? And I thought, well, it's out there, it's the natural world. That's, you know, and we're part of that. We're intrinsically connected to it. And the four suits in the tarot are really based on the elements, the earth, air, fire, and water. Those elements relate to the different levels in ourselves. So earth, which would be pentacles, is the physical, the physical body, but our practical lives. Then the element of water, cups normally, is our emotional self. Then we have uh, the element of air, so swords in a normal deck, and that's our mental self um what's going on in our heads then we've got uh, the element of fire so wands and that's more about our, our spiritual selves if you like but our beliefs our motivations our inspirations all of that the fire inside of us and then the major cards are for me what i call the soul level so this is where i put the big stuff in that deck so we get things like the volcano for the tower card you know and the moon and the star and the sun are the same you know so it's it's that more collective level so i'm using just images that are directly taken from nature because that's for me i guess you could say the purest expression of it so it's very much a, a deck it's it's very different in a way, you, I guess you could say it's quite abstract because there's none of the traditional symbol, symbolism. It's just literally an image from nature on each card. Wow. And people find that it's kind of what we call over here a Marmite deck. <laughs> Marmite is this, it's this yeast extract spread that you put on your toast and sandwiches. I love it. But people are always love or hate, and that's how they advertise this stuff. So yeah. when, you know, we refer to it's a Marmite thing, it means you either love it or you hate it. And that. My, my tarot therapy deck, as it's called, um, is, is kind of like that. People either get it or they don't, but that's okay. I love that. That's why there's chocolate and vanilla. That's why there's pistachio and strawberry, which I love. I like um, the so outer it's... limits of things, and, and oh, I yeah. always find that exciting. I do have to say something before, and we've got so many people on the line. I'm going to throw up the subject in just a few minutes, but we'll, we'll also get to it. Please 
please just don't hang up. We've got you covered. Um, the, I just would like to add, tell you something from me. Is I don't read, this is really crazy, but I look at the, and, and you know, people say, well, that's because you're in Bonnie's world. So in Bonnie's world, I, I feel sore are yeah. fire because when you, yeah. you yield that sword, that's fire to me. And that mm -hmm. wand, when you just tap, you're tapping the air. So for me, I am mm -hmm. so confused. And when I read the tarot, I yeah. read swords as fire and I read wands as air. So people yeah. get confused whenever I do anything. But I have always wondered, who the heck picked those things? That's ridiculous. Fire is all about swords and fighting and showing and this. I don't like fighting, but, you know, and air is all about those wands. And I just don't understand. Maybe you won't look at your deck the same way, but I, did you ever hear that before? Absolutely, yeah, it varies, you know. I mean, and two things I'll say correctly. Firstly, there's no rule book with tarot. And it's varied through the years. It wasn't a 78-card deck to start with. And we don't know where it comes from, really. Um, and there's, uh, you know, loads and loads of different theories. But we don't have any historical proof to say, you know, it was this bloke who actually invented it, and this is the book he wrote. So there's no rules to break. So everybody interprets it differently, which is kind of how it should be. So that's the first thing. And historically, people feel differently with that fire and air thing, as you say. But the thing I would say that, that struck me while he was saying that is, you know, I think that you see swords as fire. That's, that's more comfortable for you because that's how you communicate, yeah. you know, and that's your thing. So it kind of makes sense that you would see it that way. Yeah. And I'm a writer, so swords, for me, is, is much more of an airy kind of thing. To say. So it's, it's about ourselves and how we respond to it, and that's good. I love that. So now that I, again, have interrupted you and told you, you had a deck before your Terrell, and I know you teach Terrell, yeah. which is really, I would love to take that. Mm. For anybody who wants to take a course in Terrell or wants to, you know, sign up for Steve's course, go to his web page again, because I'm sure, you know, it, it, it's an ongoing thing. But I, I, I don't think you could ever take enough courses, because I feel like everybody you take a course from or everything that you hear, see, or feel is in different courses of the same tarot. So tarot is tarot, but tarot can be interpreted in a million different ways. And so I love when you can find somebody that you really relate to, it'll pop. And so if you want to learn about tarot, Steve also has courses. And I feel like they're ongoing. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. There's a whole distance learning uh, section which shows all our online stuff. And the tarot therapy thing, there are three different levels, introduction, certificate diploma. So if you've never touched a tarot deck before, you can do the introduction course, which will get you going. If you're a bit more serious about it, the certificate course is, is there. And, uh, you know, you email in some work, and I personally give you quite a bit of feedback on the work you do. The thing that uh, I think sets the course apart is that I always say, you know, this is a course in tarot therapy. So whilst you're studying a tarot, really you're studying yourself. So there's a hell of a lot of, of growth happens through that course. You know, people are generally pretty different by the end of it than they are at the start. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can take your time. There's not a time limit as to when you do the lessons and all of that. 
Um, and it's not going to, again, fairly obviously following on from what we were saying, what the course doesn't do is, is say, okay, so here's a two of swords and this is about this, that, or the other. Carters, the, the questions say, look at this card. What do you get at it? What are the symbols here? What are the energies of it? How are you going to respond to this? You know, so you really get under the skin of the card, if you like, and yourself. So it's pretty. There's some video lessons as well, and we're going to be adding more of, of that kind of stuff. Um, um, just developing a course called Transformation Through Tarot, which um, I won't say too much about because we haven't really put it out there. But that's something I'm doing in combination with uh, one other person who's incredibly well known in the tarot world. But um, we'll talk about that one another time. I love <laughs> I'm just that. adding a carrot, but it's going to be really good. I'm hoping that you come back. I, it's been too oh, yeah. long. It is absolutely too long. And before you leave, we will get another date. Uh, how about the other the other deck? I, but yeah. you know what? I'm 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 so drawn to this. I'm gonna hand. I'm gonna put up a card, and you're gonna tell me what your interpretation is for everybody. You can't see this, but he'll explain it to you. I've never done um, this really. All right. So just pull that back a bit. Okay. So you've given me the chariot here. Uh, so this is the seventh card with the major arcana. So the chariot deck I'm looking at, the body's holding up on my Skype screen here. This is quite different to your traditional uh, image of the chariot. So here we've got a guy and he's, it looks like he's, he's sort of driving a, a shell, which is the chariot really, a golden kind of shell. It kind of reminds me very much of Neptune because he's holding a um, Pitchfork, I can't remember what the Neptune's fork is called. That's the one, thank you. And he's got two kind of seahorses, one's purple, one's yellow, that are heading in opposite directions. Um, and the thing that I'm noticing here is this chariot, uh, charioteer, as he's called, the guy on the chariot, is focused right at me. The two seahorses are looking left and right, sideways, and yet their tails are entwined around each other. So really there's this underlying message of about unity. So what I'm getting from this, and whether this is for you or not, I don't know, Bonnie, but this is kind of what I'm getting, so this is what I'm saying. So it's looking at, are there parts of yourself that are opposed to each other? You know, maybe... There's uh, some sort of desire here going on, but the head is complaining, saying, no, you don't want that, or you're not good enough for that. But it's looking at what's the common ground here? Where's the unity in this that can drive me forward? So this charioteer is about, often I find it's about finding our passion, you know, and when we follow that passion, those are the things that we really want or maybe really need. So it's like, Get into this, you know, get away from what your head's saying, get away from just what's in your heart, because, yeah, I've like this. Find a sense of bond and unity, and that's where the power is. Well, I love that, and I love that you read it that way. And I'm telling you, that's why there are cards that, you know, all the cards give us, you know, that symbolism and shows you for that client what is different about the card for everyone Absolutely. If, if I read, you know, the chariot again for somebody else in a few minutes or something, I'm probably going to say something totally different. <laughs> oh, I, did, I think that's fabulous. Anyway, is there, I know that I stopped you from saying anything more, but is there anything else before we actually, uh, th- I do want to ask you about one of the subjects I wanted to bring up, and it'll be very short because we talk so much, but what, what, first of all, um, you also had another deck that was really cool. Yes, 
thank you. Yeah, the, the, you, as you refer to it, the Gamble Hansen Tarot, we call it, and I subtitled it the Tarot of Gnosis. So Gamble Hansen, um, Patrick Gamble was the artist that I, I worked with on that deck. He's a visionary artist and he's, he's just brilliant. <laughs> if you just Google his name, his website will come up. I think it's patrickgamble.com, but I'm sure if you just um, stick him in your search engine, he'll, he'll appear. And um, he, he works with sort of mediumship and spirit and all of that as well. And he was here with us. Um, and he does these amazing oil paintings of people's spirit guides. Wow. And uh, yeah, he, he painted my dad, which was just incredible. And obviously, you, you know, he doesn't know what he looks like, but it's like looking at a photo of him, you know, and he's, he's part of my dad. So anyway, he, and he had created a deck of, um, I can't remember what he calls it, his own sort of oracle deck from his own images. And I was kind of thumbing through these and I said, you know, half of these are kind of tarot card images. You know, have you not thought of doing a tarot deck? And, like, yeah, Steve, you know, I, I've thought about that, but he said, I don't really know tarot, you know. And I said, well, I do. <laughs> I said, that, you know, we can use these, a lot of these images as a basis for a tarot deck if we add in some symbolism and do this and do that. I'll, I'll do the book, you do the cards, which is what we did. And um, it's, it's just brilliant. It's a real deck of spiritual energy for me, you know. And there's so much in it. His artwork is, is, is so many uh, amazing things he tucks away in there. And so I'm often saying, really, I feel like this was a tarot deck that created itself. It was there ready, and all I did was, was just write about it. It was easy. It was great. <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on that, and that is something I do. Now, before we actually go to this, I keep saying this because the people are just <laughs> sitting here waiting, but I, I, I had a subject I wanted to talk to you about. And yeah. I, because I've asked everybody, and, and to me, you know, um, it's interesting that I pulled the number seven out of mm -hmm. that deck because seven for me is the soul. And yeah. what I was getting at all month, and probably will still hem and haw about till the end of month, is soul contracts. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about soul contracts? And why, if you do feel that we have contracts before we come mm -hmm. down here, what do you feel? Do you feel they can be broken? Or do you feel that when you have a contract to come down here, it has to be fulfilled? Um, I don't think I would say that it has to be fulfilled, but I equally would say that's probably our purpose in life. You know, it's, it's funny actually that you bring that subject up because um, we're doing a workshop here on Sunday called The Path of the Soul, which is actually going to use tarot to uncover what that actually is, and you can do that. But I, I think, you know, one thing that I think doesn't get mentioned or a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, obviously we are, to quote the phrase, spiritual beings having a human experience, you know. So we're a soul, you know, in, a, in a, this point in our lives in a physical, tangible form. But really, we're, we're a being of energy, we're a soul. But we, you know, we contact our higher self, we go into meditation or whatever, and we can connect with our higher self or our soul, whatever we call it. But not all of that soul energy incarnates into our bodies. I agree with you. A hundred, yeah. I'm so glad you said that because 
Mm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a higher self. What do you well, think? exactly. How would we know what the hell yeah. we're doing? You know, yeah. And that's what we need to do is through whatever method of raising our vibration, and people have done that differently for thousands of years, yoga and chakra work, and there's all manner of ways, principally meditation and so on, obviously. But um, then we can learn by doing that to become more conscious and aware of what that contract actually is, i.e. what we feel we're here to do. And then you've just got to give everything to it to try and fulfill it. I love that. Whether it can be broken, I think we can go, kind of go off, whoops, off the beaten track. I just hit my mic, so apologies if that was a horrible noise. Everybody, I, I get animated and wave my hands around. So, um, yeah. So we we can go off that beaten path, but I don't think we can ever fully leave it behind unless maybe we choose to live our leave our lives. I mean, I have, you know, I go, I vacillate back and forth. People say Mm. that we have, and then like I said, I'm going to have to get to the phone line and I'll have to have you back on. But people feel, and maybe I talk too much actually, but it is my show, right? (laughs) The thing is that I, you know, we, I I used to feel like there were outs in life. We could take these Mm. outs. And I don't know if I, I don't know that I, I don't know. Because I would have to say that if I looked at my dad and I used him as an example, he's not here and he was my best friend. There were a couple of times when he could have passed but didn't. Yeah. Mm. And and I know he would never want to pass because he wanted to be with me and my kids. But anyway, what I what I do feel is there's a there's a we are we have a time stamp. We can't yeah. survive here longer than we have contracted for. So if we have a time stamp, this is me, and we have a time stamp, and it says, you know, we don't know when we come down here what that stamp actually says. Um, so how would we then be able to have out? Do we ask our soul to bring us back because we don't have the availability to fulfill the contract we're here? Or do we actually have a time stamp that really had no out? How do you feel about that? Well, I think what we've got to mention there or remember with that is that time is only down here yeah you know time only exists on the earth plane and we kind of invented it to to give ourselves some form of of sort of measurement and all of that so time from the soul's point of view doesn't really matter so in many ways whether we do it in this lifetime or the next one or whatever um it doesn't matter so much as long as we do it and eventually we'll get there if we don't get it right this time or we opt out or we don't uh, you know, find the the fullness of that fulfillment, then, you know, we contract again. You know, we meet our soul group and we agree with what we need to do next time and away we go again. So I think it's just remembering time's flexible. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. And there's a lot more I want to talk to you about the soul because if <laughs> because there is parts that I want to ask. If we come down here and we aren't, we aren't you know, we do some horrific things, how do we how do we go back home and actually ha- come back here? How do we face the people that or you know the souls that we have hurt here? And if we were contracted to come down here, did we know we took these contracts on before we came? Well, it's like the fall in the tarot, isn't it? You know, he's aware of that, but once he's got off the cliff and incarnated then he doesn't have that conscious awareness. That's why we need to work on raising our vibration to become more consciously aware. But something, you know, that I think 
um, is probably worth mentioning here is that I always have the view, however, you know, tough and bad life can be, and we look at the state of the world and all the rest of it, and we're busy kind of still killing each other and doing God knows what. Um, that I, I have this inherent belief that people are basically good. Me too. You know? Yeah, and I will always, always cling to that and remind myself of that. So even if we see people or experience people doing terrible things, we don't know where they're at. They might be, you know, one step away from being an angel for all we know, but they're still having to do this for whatever reason. There's always a bigger picture, you know, it's that kind of principle. I so agree with you, and I am going to start picking up callers just because I know they want to hear from you. But will you promise me to come back? My, my love is a talk show. My passion yeah. is a talk show. And my heart lies with helping people. So we kind of mix it on the show. And cool. I love that you are able to do that. And I just want to tell everybody, I'm looking at myself thinking, where's my lipstick? Because I don't usually look at that. <laughs> but I think I have a new kind of show. I do want to be, I did want to put a TV show on. I just don't know how to do it yet, but when I have the right combo, that's exactly what everyone knows I want to do. But uh, now I have nothing about me, but I love that you said that about the soul. There are so many other things I could ask, so many things you and I have in common, and so many so many issues that the people out there want to hear. What is our opinion on them? How do we have outdates? What? Why did we choose this? Why would we choose it? There are all questions that we want to delve into when we talk about soul and soul contract. Why would you, you know, I hear people say, I wouldn't have picked him to come down with. Are you kidding? I wouldn't have even had a soul contract with him. But we have to all realize that we don't know till we get home. And I love that. Is there any party? Go ahead. Well, I was just thinking again, while you would say, you know, with, Again, the state of the world and how it's in, you know, it's it's like over here at the moment, I don't know how aware you are over here, but the whole Brexit thing and us coming out of the European Union, and I'm not going to get into the politics of it, you know, because I really don't care, but, uh, well, I do, but I'm just avoiding it. Yeah, I but, know. Yeah. <laughs> I like me. You don't talk politics or sex on the show. Yeah. I do talk um, sex sometimes. But it's huge chaos over here, and we're like a, a bunch of headless chickens, and that's just, you know, our parliament. However... The important thing here is that I think the more chaotic the world gets, you know, and the worst it appears and and all the rest of it, I have a sense that whilst it may get worse before it gets better, that's all part of what I guess you can call our awakening. And so this thing about uh, an inherent inner need to become more aware of our souls and the true nature of what it actually is to be a human being Little by little, that will get bigger and more important than the bank balance and, you know, how many cars you've got and all that kind of nonsense. I, I, <laughs> I think oh, it's a good thing eventually. It's all evolving. It'll get there. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I look at the bigger picture and it'll, it's very interesting. I, I don't want to look at the bigger picture. <laughs> the only thing I do look at uh, that I really am upset about is the animals. And I'm not an, a tree hugger and I'm not an, I'm, I love animals. It just, I see what's going on with the world and it bothers me about the animals not so much about the people but about the animals because I think we we have destroyed a lot of that and that's what bothers me I don't know that we can ever get that back but I I I am going to pick up and that's you know that's just me you know we the politics and everything 
Um, I agree with you. Every four years we change it. You Brexit, you, yeah. you people throw okay. people out and in, and you know we look at other things that eventually it's all going to straighten out. We hope because it uh, hasn't in the past of our history, and that's really you know if you listen to Phil, Doctor Phil, which I don't, but he always says that look at future behavior from past activities, and for me that means changing the past, the, the activities, because we don't want to end up like we did in the past. That would be World War II. That would be you know, yeah, destroying yeah. a lot of all those things. So that's really into politics, and I don't want to get into that. But no, absolutely. I, I think it's the nature of a human being, isn't it? You know, we learn how to get it right by getting it wrong. And yeah. that's what we're, we've got it wrong pretty well. We, you know, we're doing all right. There are <laughs> angels. Let's come down and show your face. Okay. Always a positive. It's always a positive. Yes, I, I agree. I am going to pick up. I'm going to go to 941. Uh, 307, I'll be right with you. 941, you have waited. You are on with the Tarot Master. Steve. Hi. Hi. Hi, my name is Carla. And hi, Carla. I was wondering, hi. I was wondering what you see for my career. Um, I, I'm self-employed and seeing where do you see that com going in the near future? Okay. Um, was it Carmel? Carla. 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 I'm sorry. Hi, Carla. It's because we've got this Skype thing, it's quite hard to, to be able to hear you. So um, you were saying about your career, and what was it you said immediately after that bit? I couldn't make that out. Um, I work for myself. I'm self-employed, and I was wondering, how do you see my um, business in the near future? Okay, so bear with me because um, so I'm just going to be Yeah, so you talk for a second. Okay, <laughs> so you're self-employed, and where do we see your business going in the future? So I, yeah. I believe that if you ask that, that you have a business, because obviously if you're self-employed yeah. and you're asking and you're worried about it, and really what I feel like from you, and this is really crazy, but I don't, uh -huh. I feel like you like your business, you know it's going to succeed, and you're just asking, which is craziness, but you're just asking because you just want to make sure. You want some, uh, you want somebody to validate what's going on, and because you really, 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 really want this to succeed, but I don't see that it isn't succeeding. So I'm going to hand you over to Steve. Go ahead. Which is kind of with the cards that I've got here, I've just picked out three cards for you, Carla, really quickly. Uh, Seven of Swords, Four of Swords, and the Queen of Cups. And, yeah, the, the thing that uh, I'm sensing with this for you is that your mind tends to run away with itself, and you kind of can have a tendency sometimes perhaps to invent things to worry about when everything kind of is going good. You know, and you, you, you've got a busy mind and it's always at work and all of that. And it may be that communication is, is a, a part of your work in, in what you do. I don't know what you do, obviously. But my sense is to say to you, it would be good to pull back from that. You know, how, do you switch off from work much? Well, right now I'm in between offices. So my business has been on the back, um, put on hold a little bit until I find a new office, and that's been almost two months. That's my worry. <laughs> I need to find a place to um, work out of. Right. 
All right. So what my suggestion is here, because that's all the seven, the seven of swords kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Then you come into this four of swords card, and my suggestion with this is to think using this this downtime to tune into yourself and to what is actually right for you and you know, where is is your heart not where's best where's logical you know the office to be where do you actually want to be where you can be yourself as a person because clearly with this queen of cups here you've got a lot of, of passion and you do love what you do it's about kind of allowing yourself to be that person when you do that, everything will flow so much easier. It's just not overcomplicating it in your head. So it's pulling back, becoming calm, tuning into your own uh, sense of self. You know, be a bit more selfish, I guess. You know, okay. um, what I'm picking up really quickly is that if you wanted a place, you could have one. So I, I know that you want the right place, is what I'm picking up. And you want to make sure that that's where your business is, is that you can do the, your business the best but I don't really feel like it matters that much so I feel like stop you know to me you're just picking you're, you're, it, just go go to some place that you want to be and you know what Steve is saying is just pull back and let it be because I really believe that you that you're you're really uh, I can't explain it like this is wrong this is wrong this place is wrong this is place is wrong when really it's because you're, you, you know, you want it perfect, but it will be perfect. Just stick it in a place that you want to be. Stick it around a coffee shop because that's where I want to be. And then you should, you should do really well because I see the business being fine. Okay. Okay, well, thank right. you so much. Yes, you're thank so you. welcome. Call us and let us know how it goes and tell us. If it's near Starbucks, I'm coming. <laughs> okay. Okay, Thanks. thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to pick up 307 for you because she helped us out in the beginning. 307, okay. hi. Hello. Can you hear Kelly? Yeah, just about. Kelly, you're going to have to speak up. Just about, okay. Is that better? That's better. That's good, Kelly. Hi. All righty. Okay. Hello. What would you like Steve to tune in to? Um, just whatever message comes through for the day or for the week or the month. <laughs> We're going with it. <laughs> you should see him. This is so cool. I think I'm going to do all my shows like this. Okay. Um, this, this seems to be actually a really powerful time of opportunity for you, Kelly. But I'm kind of getting a sense that ah, it's almost as if you you're getting a slight feel for there's something ahead, but you're you might almost be dreading it. You know, it feels as if I I kind of want to say to you, you can actually let your light shine. It's as if okay, let's stop holding yourself back here. Let's let's stop tiptoeing around let you step into your your real sense of self and power and go for it and put yourself out there it's almost it's like for something you've you've kind of been wanting to do 
but never quite allowed yourself. And now it's time to give yourself permission to do that and, and just absolutely go for it. Doubts and worries and all of that will always still be there. Just write all those worries down, whatever they are, all the fears and whatever. Write them on a piece of paper, take them outside and burn them and release them and step fully into your power. I love that because I want to tell mm-hmm. you to tell you this. Okay. Kelly is a powerful healer. I've never uh-huh. had a healer quite like Kelly. And she also right. reads Atlantean life and birth cards. Okay. But she needs to be putting that out. Like oh, yeah. what she, she needs to be taking clients more. And I don't feel she takes what she needs to do because I feel like you, what you're saying exactly is she's not putting herself out there as much as she can. There's always an excuse, but I get it. Did you hear any, Kelly? Yes, and that will probably cease when uh, the last one graduates, which will be in May of 2020. (laughs) That's soon. That'll go pretty quick. So in the meantime, it's about building up your sense of self and power, you know. Um, But it's this underlying sense as well of, of I think you need to – purge some deep deep rooted fears and whatever that's in there you know um it's a scary old business when we really throw into the light you know um and the, the fears and all we can carry with us to the end of our days you know but it this is it's really important to really step into that whole sense of self because you're good you've got got good skills here you just um haven't let them out yet I gotta say, I recognize that. I'll own that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, look at his website, Kelly, because you would love him, and and you would love Kelly because she's all about, you know, she's like the Earth Mother. She raises goats. She has goats and chickens. She has gosh only knows, and you know, she's one of. When I see her, I see Miss Frizzle. Do you remember Miss Frizzle? Okay. I don't think I do. Magic, right on the magic school bus. <laughs> yeah, the magic school bus that goes in the universe, and instead of having a classroom, she takes the kids on the magic school bus, and they go to all different planets in the universe. That's whenever I talk to Kelly, the visual I get is Miss Rachel. Anyway, I am. If there is anything else, but I don't have red hair. <laughs> But with Guy, we can make that right. Is there anything else you would like to ask Steve about? Um, no, that was good. That's um, I'll, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll, I'll now. I'll run with that. That sounds great. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Kelly. I'm gonna then love you and leave you. Okay, three, four, six. You are on with the master Terrell. Yes, he is also the master of a lot of other things. Although he'll probably hit me and say, no, I'm not the master. It's my master. master. I can read his mind, but he doesn't know it. So three, four, six, are on with Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Bonnie. My name is Candy. Candy. Yeah, Candy. I was was wondering if you, you do mediumship. She's asking you if you can find somebody in spirit for her. Oh, okay. Uh, we can see what what happens here, and uh, I kind of won't get tuned in with Tara, but let's let's um, 
Let me see. Bear, bear with me. Can you just tell me the name again? I couldn't hear at all. Well, well. Candy. Candy. Thank you, Candy. And if not, she'll have a question for you. Because it's yeah, not easy uh, all the time to come to here and do that. Yeah, okay. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, there's two things. Um, first one I'll, I'll come to in a second. Um, but the second one that I've, I'm sensing is a very strong sort of female energy. I kind of want to go with the maternal energy, but at the same time, I'm not actually sure this is, is your mum. Was there someone no. around who was like a mother to you, Candy? Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a very, very uh, powerful character. She's somebody that you wouldn't want to mess with, but underneath a real kind of heart of gold. Um, she, you know, very down to earth and practical. The, and the sense that I'm getting from her is, is the sort of message that says, "I've got your back." You know, she's she's watching you, protecting you, and there's a lot of similarities between you and this lady, actually. Um, so very, very strong and a real powerful sense of protection over you that maybe you need right now, but I'm also kind of getting from her that it's good for you to communicate with her, you know, and, and speak to her to say, yeah. can you be with me right now? get me through this day because I feel like there's been some tough times for you recently. Yes. Mm. Yes. So put, put the thoughts or the prayers, whatever you want to call them out, out to her. Speak to her in your mind just as you, you would do normally when, when she was here. But the main thing is she is around you and she is protecting you. You know, and as I say, I wouldn't want to argue with this woman. She's pretty powerful. <laughs> yes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she's uh, but also really lovely, and then a massive love for you. Okay, okay Candy. Is there anything else? Because he's not here. You, you know, they're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to hear him real well, or you might hear him. He doesn't hear you that well. Is there any question okay. you'd like to ask him? Um, not really. Okay, I'm gonna move to. Her. Well, at least she Thank knows. You. Steve, did you have to tell her anything before I let her go? Um, no, I think the main thing is it's just a real take courage, take heart message because I feel like that's that's faulted a little bit for Candy lately, but it's it'll get stronger. Okay, Candy, yeah, okay. that's a good message you. for you. All right. Thank you, go. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. So, when speaking of mediumship. And 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 what? Before I get to the next caller, so how do you how do you do you see spirits? Do you feel it? Do you see them in front of you? People are going to want to know how you work with your mediumship. Um, mostly, it, I don't see them in front of me in this strict sort of clairvoyant kind of sense of the term. Um, it's more, I guess, what you call clairsentience. Um, they just talk to me and the words are there. <laughs> you know, it just comes in. It's an immediate thing. As long as I don't get my own head in the way, it's not a problem. It all just flows through. I love that because, you know, a lot of people say, Bonnie, I wish I, you know, wish I could see people in front of me. and do, But that's not always how it works. It's really a no. lot of channel. I, I always call it it's a conscious channel. 
So absolutely, yeah. But we are, as human beings, we are. You know, and it's only you know more recently that you know that where we've I think particularly detached from the natural world, we've lost those finely tuned senses. You know, years and years ago. Um, you know, we we had that natural access. You know, it's it's it's. I know you've referred to them as gifts and all of that, but my view is that everybody can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, mediumship is a natural thing. We talk to to spirits all the time, and they talk to us. It's just uh, about tuning in. I totally. I you'll hear me tell that on my radio. Everyone <laughs> has the gifts we have. I still love Absolutely. to use the word gift, but I don't feel like anybody doesn't have them. And I tell that to everybody. In fact, I had a caller yesterday call up, and she was asking questions, and I heard so clearly what she could read for you. So mm-hmm. the next question was, well, uh, do you have any uh, – Do you are you clairvoyant? She goes, well, I said, are you clairvoyant? Or do you have any clairs? And do, how many clairs do you have? She goes, well, I do. I said, so why don't you give us a reading? So that's what I, you know, I, I so, well, I always say on the, on the, uh, the metaphysical show show. So we do yeah. have a lot of metaphysical people, but I believe, Steve, and this is how I look at people. I believe everybody has a gift, but we all come down in, with certain vibrations. It's kind of like basketball. I love yep. basketball, but you put me on a basketball field. I'm not going to be a, a, a Michael Jordan, but I'm going to yep. play. So I like came down this lifetime in a physical form of a female that doesn't play basketball. But could I play? Yeah. So I believe that that we all have gifts. But what are certain vibrations here? Some are a higher level vibration. Some are a lower level vibration. And I feel that, you know, that's, so that's how I view people's gifts. Absolutely, yeah. Same as like musicians or as you said, sportsmen or whatever it is, yeah. Um, but it, it is a natural thing. That, that's something we're saying, you know, all the time to our students is that, yeah, you can do this, you know how to do this. So like I say, it's really following what I call our gnosis, you know, like the name of the tarot deck. Our gnosis is our own natural inner wisdom. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Do you think I have inner wisdom? You know what? I have to tell you, well, I always think I have a million little, I have a lot of inner wisdom, of course, but I'm telling you something, I love that inner wisdom, because see, I always think I'm the wisest of the wise, but really, I'm sure there's many people <laughs> that would say that, but then I, you know, that's me, I always think I, I, I'm all knowing and all seeing, but you know what, I know that many people have that same gift, so. <laughs> but about knowing yourself, isn't it, you know? Yes, and knowing everybody else included that I think. People say, I'm bossy. Well, you know what? Sometimes I am, I guess. I am going to go to the next, next and I should have been a comedian, too. 303, you are on with Stephen. You are very lucky to be on with him. Hi. Oh, hi there. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. I, I can't hear you really well. Can you speak up? Because I can't use my, my studio. Hello. Uh, my name is Allison. Allison? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Allison. How are you today? Um, okay. I, I'll just go with what Kelly did. Just, just, uh, just a message for the day or the month or the year, half year. She needs a message for the day, month, and year from you. Uh, okay. Any of the above. Okay. So let's, let's give you a thing for, uh, firstly, for the month. 
and then for your year. Okay, now I'm going to give you two levels to this, and this will maybe, it'll sort of illustrate the difference between what I call the tarot therapy and the more fortune-telling side of stuff, but I get both, so I'm going to give you both. So for the month and for where you are right now, um, I kind of get the sense that you may have been a bit down of late and that you may have perhaps isolated yourself a little bit. Um, I kind of want to say to you, Alison, that it's okay to walk your own path in life. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks or even says or even does. Um, you go your own way, you know, it's, it's your path in life and it feels as if there's this thing buried deep inside you that's been trying to get out for a while and, and it's, you know, for this month it's time to start walking that path. Um, can I ask you, Alice, are you a single person? Are you in a relationship right now? Am I in a relationship? You mean like a partnership? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. Which uh, I just wanted to check before I put my foot in it and said something that could have caused all sorts of complications. Because on this other level, uh, the more sort of fortune telling level, which I don't normally do, but it's what I got as soon as I looked at this card, so that's what I'm going to say, is that over this next year, I would suggest you have that opportunity if you choose to take it. You have a king of wands coming into your life. So this is going to be very, very strong person. And this is maybe why I'm getting this message for you to start walking your path now, because you need to be on that path and living it and doing it so that you draw this person into your circle and into your life. But I think you're going to love it. Awesome. And you feel that this King of Wands is a, is it, is it a partnership like a, you know, like a, not a, you know, like a romantic partnership kind of life partner, Absolutely. or is it somebody oh, just like yeah. a good friend, or like a like good when friend? We're going to try you know. to get birth control. That's what we need to tell. <laughs> That's a powerful person, you know. <laughs> Do you get that, Allison? No, I didn't catch that, Bonnie. What did you say? You asked him if it was romantic, and he said, oh, yes, very romantic. And I said, like romantic, that you need to have birth control. So you were asking about that, and I am just telling you, yes, it's a romantic relationship that he's he's picking up within the year. Rather than just rather than just like a really good friend that you hang out with, kind of you know travel with, maybe that sort of thing, you know, like a soulmate, but that's platonic. Well, it'll depend on what you want, Alison. You know, I mean, that my sense is that is very much on offer. It's the whole kit and caboodle, as I'd say, and you can choose what you want. But that you know is why you need to get stuck into your own path in the meantime. Don't just be waiting for him to come along. You've got to play your part too, and now's the time to start doing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, if, okay. so I need to get myself back on the right path, and then that person will will cross my path. Then is that is you that my understanding correctly? We draw them to you when you are living that path and walking your path. Right. I understand. Okay, great. That makes a lot of sense. Right. Thank you. Right. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you, Bonnie. Bonnie. What, what, a great, what a great year card you have. Just think if you just asked about a day card, wouldn't have even gotten this one. 
<laughs> so I love that for you, Allison. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just think it's so funny. I just love. Well, I'm all about love. So when, when you, oh. when you start with love, I get the, I get the crazies. So. Yeah, that's quite an unusual kind of thing for me to take. People that know me, you know, will will know that that's not a kind of message I normally give out. But it was just what leapt at me as soon as I saw that King of Wands. I thought, oh yeah. Well, you know what? But you know what? I have to tell you, I always believe we're down here to love. I feel like people that walk away from love, um, it's because they're afraid that of getting hurt. And I always tell people, and my people that listen to me on the air know this, that if you, you aren't here, if you were here to have a smooth path, meaning that everything, I mean, I look at Lady Gaga and I always say I'm coming back as Lady Gaga, but then I don't really know where Lady Gaga, I don't want her nose or anything, but I don't, but you know, I would take her money and, and her voice. So the thing is that we all come down with, uh, with pitfalls, valleys and hills. But if you don't put yourself out there for love, you'll come back and have to do it again because you didn't come for this earth to decide it's okay to not experience love. That's my opinion. And I feel yeah. yeah, and I feel that or you wouldn't be down here. You could stay back up home because I think this is yeah. a physical form of love. Absolutely. I think that's our, our essence. You know, it's one of the things I'm often saying is, you know, everything is energy, you know, and energy is all there is. I, can't, I think it was Dion Fortune or whatever who said that. But um, the, the strongest form, if you like, of that en- energy or the strongest energy that there is, the strongest expression is love. Yeah. I think that people often make a mistake when they think, you know, the, the opposite of, of love is hate, and it isn't, it's fear, you yeah. know, and those are the two ends of the spectrum, and we're about to, uh, are you, know which way I'm going to go. Yes, I, I'm all about love, and <laughs> love, 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 and you know what, and, and many people, Steve, and I'm going to pick 610 up in just a second, but, you know, many people feel like love has to be, love can, love can be in a lot of forms, you can, you know, but when you run away from love, um, then there is a problem because you're actually putting up walls in this lifetime to impede what you're supposed to be here for. And, you know, I don't care if you go through 15, 25, or you meet at the first one at age five that you're going to love. Um, each stepping stone that we have in love teaches us something and, and brings us closer unconditional love which is what eventually we all want so yeah I think it's about learning to love ourselves I think that's yeah. one of the single most important things that we would need to do you know before you truly can love unconditionally or truly and properly love somebody else you've got to love yourself first yeah I guess that's why I love a lot of people because I can truly love myself <laughs> unconditionally <laughs> he's laughing at me Okay, six one. Oh, you are on with this group, and man, is this group good. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Sonia. Hi, Sonia. How are you, Sonia? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Where are you? Where, where are you? Where am I hearing your voice from? Um. Probably because maybe I called the show a while back. 
I'm not sure. No, no, no. Where are you calling from? Are you calling from California, Texas? Where are you calling oh, from? Oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I love it. Okay, because that's where I'm from. So I knew, I, I had this feeling I had to ask. Where in Pennsylvania? Where in Pennsylvania are you, are you from? Okay, so I was I was raised in Philadelphia, but but we moved to Havertown, which is you know a suburb. Oh, Where are you from? Havertown. You're from Havertown? No, I thought you said Hellertown. Oh no, Havertown no. is out there. That's a bit farther from me. Yeah. Where are you from? Um, I'm in. Um, I'm like. I'm in between, like, um, Philadelphia and New York City, put it that way. Oh, I love that area. You're, I, well, you know, I was, it's I was I don't know offense to anyone, but I really don't like Philadelphia. I'd rather go all the way to New York City if I want to do the city, you know. I do not like it. I mean, well, there is that I have to be really careful. New York, but, I, but, I, but I'm a New York fan, so I love New York, too. Oh, yeah. I, you can't go wrong with, with Times Square and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. I love Philly, New Jersey, and, and, and New York. I always say that's the triad. So how can we help you today, Sonia? Um, I wanted to, well, kind of had two things in my mind, but I guess one is something about my past. We can get back into that later. Um, but I just wanted to know, um, first of all, about my career, I guess, um, my present job. You know, I'm there two years now, and I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Um, and everybody's nice. And... Um, I'm just looking to grow and expand, and I would like some upward mobility, and I wanted to see, you know, what you're picking up for me. I'm going to let Steve answer you, but I could answer that one really quickly, too. So I'll, I'll follow with a little bit of my antidote once he's done, okay? Okay. Okay, right. So we're looking here at where, what, kind of, as I understood, where you go next, what's ahead of you for work, what is that? She has I'm a job. I'm sorry, I don't hear you well. Yeah, she has a job that she likes, and she does really well, and has friends, and she's just looking to see if she'd like to advance. Mm. Well, what is brilliant is that the uh, while you were talking there, I picked out three cards for you. First one of those is judgment. Now, People get the knickers in a twist about judgment card. And actually, for me, this is all about rising up. We were talking about seeing the bigger picture early, and it's kind of suggesting this for you. My sense is that in terms of advancement, this is a brilliant card because it is about rising up, being the best you that you can be. You know, it's, it's stepping into that sense of almost going beyond what you expected to be able to do. And that seems to be important for you for some reason. You know, don't limit your expectations. See yourself, literally visualize yourself already doing this advancement and project that and put it out there. Um, it seems to be that uh, it's, it's, I think I heard you say people in the office, are, um, you know, are very nice and everything. But um, whilst you say that, I also get a sense that maybe there's a character there who's a little, either a little bit out of place or there's a little bit of backbiting and gossip or whatever. And I'm kind of feeling to say to you, 
rise above all that. Don't get involved in any of that. It's not you. You know this. It's not your essence and all of this. Um, but I feel that once that uh, situation or maybe that person has shifted, something much nicer, better will come along. But it's about you projecting and putting it out there now. So uh, literally, actually visualize that. Because I feel that there's a bit of work to do on clearing those expectations so that you, you've got it really crystal clear and crystal clear in your own vision. Sonia, did, okay. did you hear Yes. Does that make yes. sense to you? Yes. Okay. My 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 little tidbit would be well you have a couple cards, don't you? Or did you have a, a couple cards or did you read them? That that was just three cards, really okay. quick. Can I see your card, your judgment card? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well it's pretty <laughs> Wow, I love that. Okay. <laughs> you should see the, is this your your deck? No, this is that bespoke tower we were talking about before we came on air. The one I put together that's a combination of loads of different decks. This card is actually from the Robin Wood Tower. Yeah, and it looks like the sun. That's amazing. That's yeah, well, the flames. I love that. Okay, Sonia, you know, I just had a, I just had a, for my own, my own vision. I wanted to see what he was reading. Since I can do that now. But, <laughs> um, but what I, what I love about you is that you have a job, and that you like it, and you like the people. And if you want to see if you have advancement there, I always feel that if you do your work, if you are liked, you like your job, and they like you, the advancement's always going to be there unless there's no no lid or any advancement in that Which I don't feel you would have gone into a company that didn't have advancement. So I believe that you've kind of answered your own question. And I love that because to me, again, this is just a confirmation. And that, to me, is, is wonderful. You've got a great job. Like, you might have some issues with peeps there, possibly, or you stay out of the peeps, you know, the, uh, the gossip with the people, and you will rise above everything. And I yeah, love I that. I you... don't gossip with anyone. I've, I've never done it with anyone there in my two years, ever. Well, that's why you're going to advance pretty quick, because then you, you, don't, you don't assign yourself to a group. And I love that. You're nice to everyone. So to me, you answered your own question, and I love this. The advancement's coming, my friend. Just know, stay true to yourself. And as long as you like something and do the best you can, the best will come for you, because I can see it. Do you pick up a time frame for the advancement? Do you have any thoughts? Um, turn of the year is what comes to, to mind. So early part of next year is looking when things will change. It seems to be that that's, um, it, it's kind of as though that, that part of it is almost out of your hands, but that's when the company, um, they, they may be making plans at the minute. They're just keeping them uh, close to the chest right now. But around the turn of the year, start of next year is when they'll start to put it out there and you'll see it start to happen. Okay. I mean, just thank you for that. If there's any backbiting going on or if I would get a promotion, and maybe there'll be some jealousy or whatever, I won't know about it. And if that's the case, and I know about it, I would just, I would just stay away from it. Um, but there I think what the don't see it as your problem. Just rise above it and let them get on with it. Yeah, I have to tell you something before I actually move on. Um, you know, I asked him to show me the card, and I don't know why Spirit wanted me to do that, but now I know. 
he said that he saw you at the turn of the year, which is what, the beginning of next year? But, you're, yeah. that, but the tarot card that you picked up was a two or a 20. So yep. I would say before February, the, turn, the, the year is January, February. So that Absolutely, gave, yeah. That gave me the clue to tell you. Anyway, I hope you understood your reading because it was absolutely perfect. You don't want us to say anymore because the good news is you're going for that promotion. You're going to get it. You're going to rise above it. And who cares who's jealous? Once you get it, you just be nice. Okay? Yeah, that, that's great. Um, I was yeah. wondering if I can ask a, another quick second question. It's something very minimal. It's for Steve. If possible. Okay, it's got to be quick because I got to. I, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Go it's going to be quick. About a minute. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I was in a relationship with the female. We're talking about 20 years ago, and this person hurt me a lot. I mean, you have no idea. And um, very recently, I saw them looking at my. Um, I have a a business profile out there somewhere, and I saw them looking at it. You know, but they don't communicate with me, although they had the opportunity to do so. So I went ahead and I blocked this person. So do you see why they're doing that? Are they trying to communicate with me? I mean, I don't know. And just really quickly, the card I picked for that, in um, a nutshell, I would say it's their wounded pride. And it's, it's really more of their problem than it is yours. I see. Okay. There's a reason people okay. are exes. The only thing I have to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that, and I'm going to, I, it's not a laughing matter, but there is a reason people are exes. And I always say, be careful when you look at, and I'm a counselor also, um, be careful about, you know, when time passes so long, we always forget why or what happened that made them that ex. And just, I always look at people and say, just be careful, okay? So um, not that people can't change and not that anything's bad about either one of the people in a relationship, but it didn't work for a reason. What makes you think 20 years later it would? So for me, I would say, be just be careful, and I'm glad that you blocked them. Is there anything else you'd like to say? You're good. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, two, well, before we actually continue, 267, you're next, and then 916. Um, I do want to, for, because there's so many people on, and I don't know when they came on and didn't come on, tell everybody again, you do this for a living, you've got all kinds of beautiful, wonderful, fabulous uh, things you offer, uh, readings that you offer, uh, classes that you offer, and cards that you offer on your website at Healing. And so I do want you to go again and tell everybody how to find you and where you are and how they can keep in touch with you. Okay, yeah. So the uh, main place to go to find us is uh, really, I guess, the website. So tarotherapy.co.uk. If you look my name up uh, on Facebook, you can find me on there and send me a, a friend request. Um, so it's Steve Houghton, and the spelling of the surname is H-O-U-N for November, S-O-M for Mother, E. Uh, look, look me around, Altera Therapy UK, I think, in Facebook will uh, get you there. And so on the website, you can see we do one-to-one -one work. I can do a much more 
you know, in-depth reading. Obviously, the stuff I'm doing on here is just real quick snapshot stuff, and it goes much, much deeper. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, when I'm working on one-to-one, we, we go into a whole load of other areas. Um, and that can be done by Skype, so it's, it's not a problem wherever you are. Um, there are courses there. We have a whole program here in uh, Dorset in the south of the UK where we are, my wife and myself. And uh, there's loads of uh, online and distance learning courses you can do with Tara. We've put there are some video lessons that you can download. And uh, we started a course um, that we, we've been running for the last two years here, which we've called the Seeker's Quest, where we spend a whole day on each of the major arcana cards in turn. And that has been an amazing journey, really, really powerful stuff. And it's, it's not about learning the, the cards to read for them, although you get that as well, but it's, it's about your own personal spiritual quest, really. And that's gone so well, so I've put that in a distance learning format. So uh, that's a new one that's up there I, as well. I love that, Steve. Again, you can go to his website, you can contact him, and he'll be on here. If you do want Steve and you can find him, please contact me. You all know how to get a hold of me, I guess. And if you don't, then you all have a problem, but it's bonniealbers.com, or you can even send me an email, because I love, I love fan mail, I love to hear about what you want to hear, I love to hear about my guests, and if you need to get a hold of my guests, bealbers714 at aol.com is mine, and just shoot me a little email, and I will send you Steve's information. Everybody, if I were you, I'd be signing up for his newsletter, because you could win one of the decks that Steve's got going. So I know I'm going to do that. I thought I was on there, but I got to look and see. But he's going to put me on because I want one of his decks, and actually I'm going to purchase them. So we are going to go into, what did I say we were going to go, 916? All right. And if I set a different number, please. Um, ah, I've got to tell you something. Is it Fidel Abob? Fidel Abob? I can't, because of what's going on here with, with, with me having to bring Steve in, um, and, and I can't use my, my, my big headset, and so you can't hear me as well. I can't do chat as well as I do, and I can't look, see chat, and, and read at the same time. But so, Fidel, you're in there. I see you, and you're from Australia. Hey, buddy, I know there's a lot of time difference between me and you, and it's good to see you in there. If you have a question you want me to ask Steve, I can do that just for you. And before I pick up 916, I'm going to wait for your answer. So you got about three seconds to answer if you have a question for him, because Australia is my thing. I love the accent there. Um, I will actually ask him the question for you. If I do not see you writing a question, I'm going to 916. So I'm going to go to 916, and if you've got a question, Fidel, I will ask him. 916, you are on. Ah, it's Okay, you said it's 420 a.m., actually, in Australia. Um, yeah, ouch. We're, we're, listen, I'm up anyway. I am so up at 420. I can't sleep. I don't know what's wrong. I'll have to ask Steve if he's got anything. He's saying he has no questions. I am here, no questions. I am content. I love that. Big big respect and thank you for getting up early for us. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And I have 
Uh, is that your wife? Is your wife on? What's your wife's name? Oh, no. Okay. I'm so sorry because the last note is hypno. So I thought, well, maybe with your jack uh, being. Yeah. 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 She, she, she died. Okay. So it says, oh, no, I thought you said nine. Blah, 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 blah. We're going. Okay. I'm going to pick up 276. Is it 276? 267. I'm sorry. Uh, 276? 267. Okay. I am picking you up. Hi. 267. Do I have it right now? Yes. Hi, Bonnie. Um, my name's Donna. Thanks. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Donna. Is it Donna? Yes. Okay. Are you the one that wrote me in here? Um, no. I I had spoke I spoke with you um a few days ago. I'm the one that just uh rekindled a relationship. Um uh, we were separated for a couple years, and um, his name's Ergen. I, I just wanted to know, do, do you see um, us going further, or this just coming to a standstill? Okay, I got that. I'm uh, just I'm, doing I'm, it and having a look. You know, that's why I don't read through. That's why I've got to tell you, I'm so happy you're here because now I think I'm like in a, in a studio with people. But I'm reading Fidel, and he's saying it's so peaceful at 3 in the morning, and he, that's what time he wakes up, and I'm reading this other lady, and I'm getting very involved in chats, and I'm looking at you, and I'm forgetting I'm on the air. So, oh, well, go ahead. Please answer my caller, I, I, because I'm too involved here. It's still there, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. This, actually, you know, the energies around us in your cards are really, really lovely. Um, this person seems like a very... Um, gentle soul and a real, it's, the whole energy around this is all about healing. I kind of want to say that, that it, this, you know, it's, it's oh, I'm, I'm tripping over my words, it, it, because it's, the feeling I get is that this need needed to happen. You know, you wouldn't finished before, I know you said you'd rekindled it, and I'm really pleased you have, because it's healing for you, it's healing for them, but it feels... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the sense that I get is that this is almost as if it's a whole new relationship. I feel you've both changed, moved on from where you were at before, and it's got a real lovely healing energy to it. So I'm I'm really liking this. Donna? Oh. Oh, oh yes. Okay, I think you got the same answer from him that it's interesting because I let him do it. Because I just talked to you a couple of days ago, but he gave you the exact same answer you got from oh. us. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like now, I was just wondering, do you see us uh, in 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 his mind? Like, does he have intentions on, like, because we were together nine years before that, us us getting a, a place together? Like, is this all about us now and not just? Because we never left each other in our heart. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to just say to you, actually, he's never really stopped loving you. I think the thing is to 
kind of approach this as if it were a new relationship. It's important that nobody is in control of this, that it's absolutely a mutual thing. So it's not doing anything that either you or he don't really want to do, but that you meet in the middle. And that, I feel, is the essence of what's different before. This time you meet in the middle and you weren't able to do that before. I love that. Donna, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to take you off because I've got somebody else I want to put on. Steve, you froze, yep. so I can't see your handsome face, but you can uh, see uh, mine. So, yeah, I seem to have. I don't know what. Uh, well, I won't interfere with it because I don't want to cut off yeah. or anything. I'll leave somebody, it. I have somebody that, that, that's been waiting to speak with you, and I'm going to put her on. So cool. I just want to say I love this guy that's in chat. He says, it is also the name of my yacht or home. So it's Fidelity or Fidelio. So he's a very, very good soul. Because if he definitely has no Fidelity issues, which hopefully he doesn't, then I would say, Fidelio, I love you. So I am glad that it's the name of your yacht. And anytime you're in Florida, you can come see us. Or in, where are you in the UK? Oh, we're in Dorset. And if you're in Dorset, you can go see Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So I am going to pick up 330. You are on with Steve. Hi. Hi, Steve. And hi, Bonnie. How are you? Ah, I'm fabulous. You should see me. I'm just fabulous. I can't wear my headset or anything, but man, Steve and I are having a nice visit, and that's all I can tell you. So I'm awesome. He's awesome. And so do you have, what do you have for Steve? What do I have for Steve? Well, well Steve, I feel well, like you're working. What do I have or what does he have for me? <laughs> no, I wanted you to ask him something before you actually tell him something. Oh, okay. I'm so, you know, I'm so used to that. Um, let's see. <laughs> um, I just got out of a reading, so I'm still in that mode. Um, Let's see. Um, you know what? If you what want do you to have? go ahead and see some medical intuitive. If you want to bring him something, go ahead, and then he'll bring you something. It's up to you. No, it's okay. We'll, we'll go with it. What do, what do you have to tell me? Um. <laughs> no, what do you do? You want to ask him something? Um. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm. I'm like. Uh, I can think of anything. Um. Okay, let me let me dive in and tell you then. <laughs> How's okay. that? That sounds awesome. <laughs> okay. Because Phil, there's a uh, bit of a dilemma for you kind of right ahead of you, and, and it's as if there's a choice of kind of two roads you could go down. I feel like you have maybe been, um, I want to say being slightly sort of overcautious. I'm talking about your work here more than anything else. <laughs> Um, you may find that there's offers around for you or a different idea in your mind and you're not sure whether you should pursue it or not because you don't quite know how it's going to turn out. But the feeling that I have for you is to say, just focus on now. Don't worry about the future. None of us knows what's going to happen. You know? <laughs> um, I don't think so someone like me to say, but there you go. Um, but it's about keeping your focus in, in the now and just looking to where your real strengths and abilities are because you're using most of them and brilliantly, but not quite all of them. Ah, oh, Brenda. <laughs> oh, isn't that 
interesting. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, you know what? I got to tell you something, Steve. You don't know this, but she got that same exact message from Jerry. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. you know, you, that's the thing. You've got to make your mind up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I have I have alleviated one thing since I talked to Jerry, so that's good. There's one thing off the off my plate, so that's a good thing. So now yeah, just um, you. Now, do you see? Whoops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think the thing is to not worry about outcomes. I think you you can maybe have tendencies to want to project and maybe keep everything under your control a little bit too much. And with some of this, you just can't. You've just got to. You know, decide which route you're going to go down, go for it, and it'll work out. See what happens and adapt as you go. Okay. And there's success around the, the route that I'm thinking of going? Yeah. I think so long as you don't um, kind of overextend, I, my sense is that you, you're one of these people kind of like me that wants to do everything and do it straight away. And, you know, <laughs> you, I, I can tell you, you can't. Much as you want to, you really can't. <laughs> so just don't uh, overextend yourself. Remember that you do have to actually rest and be still at times, and then it will all happen nicely. Perfect. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I know you're probably done, Bonnie. What's that? Do you have anything for him? Are you feeling anything? I well, I I do actually. Um, I'm feeling uh, some new ideas and some new. Uh, I don't know what this is. I'm seeing licensing of some sort, so I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're expanding to do, but there's some licensing and signing of papers. I want to read the fine print on that, but um, definitely be better things. At least three more published items coming up for you. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> Yeah, there is. Thank you. There, there will be. We um, are, are planning on putting out uh, the next book before too long, um, which is going to be, I think, quite amazing. It's a whole series of channeled meditations that my spirit guide does when we, we have a gathering here every new and every full moon. And my spirit guide talks through me, and we've been recording those. My amazing wife has been typing them all up, and we're going to whack them in a book. And uh, they're the most amazing meditations, you know. He comes out with some brilliant stuff. And there'll be uh, MP3s that you can download and get the meditations with him talking as well. So, yeah, loving that. Thank you very much. Wow. Oh, you're um, very welcome. I see much success around that because I was seeing different volumes. I was seeing, like, you know, kind of like uh, Harry Potter where you're seeing, like, different volumes and things. So that's, that's yeah. kind of what I was Funnily seeing. Funnily enough, he's yeah. just changed the format of the way we're going to do our gatherings here. And um, we've sort of gone into splitting the meditation into two halves. And I actually said to my wife, Amy, the other night, well, maybe that book will be volume one, and we're going to be starting volume two now. So that's nice, thanks. Wow. <laughs> you, you, awesome. You're talking to a very powerful girl, and her mother, okay. in fact, um, makes some of the tools for that we use in metaphysics. So okay. well, Brenda's amazing, and I love the message. I always love to give my guests messages. That's right. Really no, it's a real lovely confirmation to hear as well. Thank you very much. Brenda, oh, you're very anything? welcome, and thank you very much. It's confirmation I need to hear also, so thank you. Excellent. Excellent. 
Well, listen, I've got to tell you, we are, we are, unless you have something else, Brenda, we are completely out of time. And I, I wanted to, we're off the air. So I do want, and we've still got a million people. I'm going to ask Steve to look at his calendar so that we all can, can get back, you know, on this air. When actually, I can see what, why I can't use my, you know, I can't use this whole studio thing. And uh, I hope that the next time he actually can speak, can tap right into the computer and that he'll hear people better. So I love you and I want to tell everybody thank you. I have great people in chat. I have Phi Daly. Are you in chat? Are you in chat, Brenda? Yeah, I'm in chat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Fidelio says he passed through Dorset every year on his way to Cornwall. For oh, oh excellent. Well, you can look him up, and if you're ever in Florida... Contact us. Come and have a reading or something. Yeah. Join in the evening with us. You look like a nice fella, and so I want to tell you, you just tapped into the best show you could ever have tapped into. Everyone that's listening, you know, you can find me on podcast. I am a podcast caster, and you just have to go to iTunes, or if you have a little podcast button, just sign up for my show. We've got about 900 of them, and a plus. And we're in our eighth year. So I want to thank everybody. Steve, I want to thank you so much for being a guest. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Polly, for inviting me back. Well, I thank you for coming. And this is not the only time I'll be getting back to you. And, hey, I, I am so thrilled and happy with everything that I see you're doing. I'm just so grateful that you gave us your time and your energy today. Again, everyone, I will see you Monday or tomorrow. I think I have a show tomorrow. I think I have, so I have a show with you, Brenda, don't I? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Mom and Friday I will be on. And thank you very much, too, by the way. Yeah, how can we miss Friday the 13th? Anyway, this is so confusing between talking to hot four computers. I want to thank everybody for <laughs> putting up with this. And Fidelio, I hope we've made you a fan. So thank you, thank you for everybody who is in chat. Thank you for everyone who's still on the line. And again, thank you to my wonderful guests. Steve Houndsome, and it's H-O-U-N-S-O-M-E. His, his, his uh, email is up on my uh, page here. It is tarotherapy, T-A-R-O-T-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y dot C-O dot U-K. Check them out. Thanks again. I will talk to you later. Peace out. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bonnie. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Oh, my God.